Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer. For years to come, try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we short a brown or round or we're queer. I've got a feeling you're onto something here. Live from the London Podcast Festival at King's Place, the Spontaneity Shop presents Global Village. I'm Deborah Francis White, and this is a comedy panel show starring you, the hive mind of the audience. Francis White, and this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for hysterical facts about Homo sapiens and all their weird ways, interesting idioms, and crazy kinks. To do this, we've invited the strangest human beings of all, comedians. <laughs> On my right, playing for Hong Kong City Zen, Dan Schreiber and Emma City. <laughs> And on my left, playing for Romanian time, Radu Isaac and Athena Kableno. So, firstly, could you explain your team name, Dan and Emma? Yeah, so uh, I'm from Hong Kong. I'm a Hong Kong citizen. And Emma's surname is City. Which is great for any kind of playing with City. You know, so sex in the city, uh, city slickers, New anything York City. You want New so York you've city. got an endless Edinburgh show, oh, basically, it's in your so future. So much fun. Yeah. yeah, every single year you could just make every a year. make sex a pun in the city. city. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Getting worse and worse and worse. More and more racist and offensive. Brilliant. And, <laughs> and Emma City, what makes you diverse? I'm a quarter Sephardi Jewish, a quarter Irish. And um, I've got very downy hair on my arms. <laughs> I mean, How could you dumb. not with that heritage? There you go. <laughs> and Dan Schreiber, what makes you diverse? Uh, so, as I said, I was from, I'm a citizen of Hong Kong, born and raised in Hong Kong. I speak Mandarin, and then I moved to Australia. My dad is Australian, and I have a literally unplaceable accent, therefore, <laughs> citizen of the world. Oh, very yeah. good. So do you identify as from Hong Kong? Because that you're, are you Chinese, basically, Dan? For many, many years I said I was, and a lot of people got very offended by me saying that. <laughs> um, see, if I didn't say that now, people at home are probably listening, thinking, okay, why is that such an odd question? But yeah, I'm Caucasian, but I would say I was Chinese, and yeah... 
it's surprisingly offensive to some people. Um, so is it the Chinese people that get offended? They don't mind. They're like, great, come on in. This is awesome. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Oh, it's, I, it's other Caucasians getting yeah, offended. You can't yeah. say that. You're white, like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It's white people getting offended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do best. <laughs> Romanian time. Mm. Why are you called Romanian time? Because Raddy was late. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm Romanian. I was right. You were late, Radu. What Radu does when we book him for the show, Radu is a global police regular. Uh, he generally texts at sort of 10 to the hour saying, I'll be there in five minutes. And then he always puts a smiley face as if to say, good news. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't mean it like that. I was like around here for the last hour and I uh, lose track of time. Oh, so you're actually in the building? <laughs> Not in the building, but like five minutes away. Radu, you, got, you can't say that. You've got to say, oh my God, the dog got sick, and then, you know, the, my dry cleaning was late. you got to make it up. You can't say I was in McDonald's. No, <laughs> yeah. this, this is literally the only thing I'm doing today. <laughs> <laughs> this is Britain. Athena has been incredibly clear about how you apologise for being late. You make up a whole load of excuses that everyone knows are lies, okay. but it's just how we do it. It's just, you know... We... I just want you to believe me that I'll always be here before four. <laughs> so that's... A, like, I'm around. I'm always kind of loitering. You, you know, can't see me. See, see the kind of thing you can get away with when you're white. Do you know what I mean? Like, I cannot say that. I can't be like, yeah, I was around, but, you know, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Privilege is amazing. Like, no. I just want it. I it's just want true. it so bad. It's true. <laughs> Athena Kableni was here an hour early. She was here first. She was behind here. She was preparing. She was absolutely... All I'm saying, Radu, is you could learn something from Athena. But Radu, how are you diverse? Uh, well, besides being Romanian, I thought about it this hour. I have, like, really nice teeth. <laughs> and I, I've never been to a dentist. So it's like, it's a really... How do you know you've got really nice teeth if you've never been to a dentist? You may just have been not diagnosed. Just like the front teeth that I can see on the mirror. <laughs> they seem to be kind of similar and even and they're nice. <laughs> Athena, how are you diverse? I'm diverse because I come from Ghana and Guyana, but I was brought up in a white area, which makes me super diverse. I think. <laughs> okay, so I'm Deborah Francis White. I'm the host of this show. I'm diverse because I am Australian and adopted and left-handed. Anyone else left-handed on the panel? No. no really? Absolutely not. Am I the, I'm what? so diverse. <laughs> absolutely not. Have you said absolutely not like I'm a witch? Oh. Uh, you went no. absolutely yeah, not. Yeah, came out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wish you all the best. <laughs> Get those scissors and enjoy them. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's when you're left-handed, you know about other people having privilege. Yeah, you go yeah. into a hotel room, ironing board, it's on the wrong side, you pull it out, trouser press, it's all for right-handed people. I often think of left-handed black people and pray for them. Making sure none of these facts are too much fun, please welcome in Pedant's Corner our lovable doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick. Hello. Yay! And on keyboard and vocals, the marvellous Mark Hodge. Mark Hodge, what makes you diverse? I, I didn't want to steal your thunder, Deborah. I mean, you know this, but the podcast doesn't know this. I'm adopted as well. It was my adoption day yesterday as it happens. Oh. Thank you. Thank you very much. 
And so I got a letter from my mum. I always get like a little card from my mum on my adoption day. And she sent me at the top of this letter a picture of Brad Pitt. It says, for anyone needing motivation, this man is now single. <laughs> which leads me neatly to the second point of diversity, which is that I'm a massive queen. <laughs> Does she say an adoption day thing rather than a birthday thing? My no, parents get, never get, mentioned my adoption day. No, we get, we get two. We get the birthday, we get an adoption oh, day. Oh, bloody hell, I've missed out all these years. <laughs> I'm going to ring my mum. You were a Jehovah's Witness. You wouldn't have been allowed to celebrate it anyway. All right, rub it in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a left-handed Jehovah's Witness. I'm an atheist now, in case any of you think this is just a promotional front. (laughs) And we're going to lock the door and get out a little cart. Ned Sedgwick, on fact, how are you diverse? I'm just not. not. (laughs) Like, it fills me with existential dread every time I think about these shows coming up and the fact I'm going to have to explain just how white and middle class I am. (laughs) But I did prepare some things which put me in a minority. I like Eurovision, unironically. <laughs> I like Base Hunter, unironically. <laughs> and I think Stranger Things is overrated. Oh! <laughs> wow. wow. That's. that's now a I know what cl- it feels like to be marginalised. <laughs> <laughs> episode of Global Pillage, our hive mind creates a special piece of music unique for the show. Mark Hodge. Oh yes, I forgot we did this. Right, so you're going to create it, so we need a note from somewhere. F. F. That's a very nice note. Good way to start. Another one? That's already been done, I'm afraid. Right. No, okay, F and C, that's good. Over here? Hmm. Spooky. Stranger Things. things. Stranger Things. The scores, please. That's all right. Anyone? B. B. I'm all right. I'm happy with that. Another one? B flat. Yeah, it's a tritone. It's a tritone. Yeah. It's a, we a don't, we, we'll never be able to afford the rights for, for, uh, for, for <laughs> South Pacific. South Pacific. It's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, thanks. Thank you very much for that. The last one was a C, wasn't it? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> What's the scores, please, Ned? That'll do. You can do that. Great. Okay, right, very, very good. good. Well very good. Yay! The first round is on common sense. All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with the correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. What unusual method did the Burmese government employ in order to stop the spread of STDs, that's sexually transmitted diseases, during the week-long National Water Festival? Romanian time. They got machetes. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) And they basically just said, don't have sex, otherwise we'll cut off your teddy bear's heads. And everyone knows in Burma... Teddy bears are sacred. <laughs> I thought that was too obvious a thing to say, so I didn't actually. I was like, it's going to be a trap, because we all know that. Um, Hong Kong citizen. Yeah, have you got anything? I'm thinking chlorinated condoms. <laughs> chlorinated chlorinated condoms. condoms. That actually helps. Yeah. When you go swimming, 
Oh, yeah. She's a pool hygienist. That's any time I get an STD, I immediately jump in a swimming pool and just yeah. say, that's going to go. Yes. So, <laughs> please let me know where you go swimming. <laughs> okay. Hive Mind, what unusual method did the Burmese government employ in order to stop the spread of STDs during the week-long National Water Festival? Free condoms with water pistols. Uh-huh. Anything else? They unexpectedly cut off the entire Burma water supply for the week, so that everybody turned up, suddenly realised there was no water, and went and just pointed them in. Cut off the water supply so that everyone who turned up for the fun in the water had to go home and read a book. Anything else, Hive Mind? Banned Speedos. Ah. Do you think that the government gave out free condoms with water pistols? Buzz now. Cut off the water supplies. Everyone had to go home. Buzz now. Banned Speedos. Buzz now. (laughs) Just the lady who said it. Um, In fact, they sent police into shops to remove all contraception from the shelves because they felt that if there was no contraception, nobody would have sex at all. (laughs) We know famously works in American high schools. (laughs) I was actually living there at the time. Were you? Yeah, yeah, that's how I know. Is that how you know? Because you were trying to get a box of condoms? No, of course not. My my parents are in the audience here. Um, You just found out because we'd kind of go down and I'd be talking to... um, just a normal Burmese person, they say, oh, the government's done something very sensible because of all these SEDs. And I was like, oh, what is it? And they tell me that they've done this. And the Burmese populace thought it was a really smart idea. They were convinced it was going to work. Do you know the consequence of it? Well, yeah, there are a lot of children there and a lot of SEDs. (laughs) (laughs) Birth rates shot up. Did they? Nine months after the water festival, the the birth rates shot up? Wow. Oh, my God. How extraordinary. (laughs) Question two. Why are teddy bears and outfits of Winnie the Pooh banned in central Poland? A Hong Kong citizen. I think the obvious answer of just Winnie the Pooh's not wearing pants, never has worn pants, looks like never will wear pants. And then what's even worse is that he's not wearing pants and he doesn't have a penis. So that's even weirder. What's going on? And I think Poland isn't happy about it. Yeah, that's true, because Donald Duck got banned in a few places for having no trousers either. Romanian time? I think the Polish people came up with the idea of having a cartoon bear in like the 1880s and uh, decided any other cartoon bear should be banned from uh, their country. Uh, What's what's their local Polish bear called? It's uh, Krnat. (laughs) Krnat? That's basically Romanian for sausage, but... uh... (laughs) Athena, are you going to back Radu? Um, No. <laughs> uh, we all know we all know why this is. Basically, Winnie the Pooh's best friend is a pig, and I'm aware when I go into the Polsky Sklep, there's a lot of pork, and they don't want pork sales to decline because they don't want people to befriend pigs. Now, I'll get in there, guys. Um, yeah. So if you dress up as Winnie the Pooh, it means you pretend to be him, which means you might look at that lovely Polish bacon and be like, you know what, guys, I think I'm going to have lamb today. Ah, so they don't want pork sales to decline. Hive mind, why is Winnie the Pooh banned in central Poland? The colour yellow is considered offensive. The colour yellow is considered offensive? I would say he's brown, but I'm biased. (laughs) 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 Winnie is a vulgarity. Oh. Winnie is a vulgarity. 
Is pool vulgarity? <laughs> Did you, is, is pool vulgar? Oh, is, are you going to play for the hive mind now? Are you helping them? Or? I, I want to win once. I've never won one. Uh, <laughs> you, you've played quite a lot to never have won, actually, Ruddy. Yeah. But you've got, you've got Athena on your team this time, so I think you've got a better chance, I'll be honest. Okay, so is it because Winnie the Pooh is a bear of colour? Um, <laughs> uh, Buzz now, if it's because he's yellow? If it's because Winnie is a vulgarity, or in fact, Pooh is a vulgarity, buzz now. In fact, Hong Kong citizen had it because he is half naked and of dubious sexuality. Oh! Oh my God, yeah. I've always thought it. I would say dubious gender rather than sexuality. No, it's sexuality. I thought the same thing. I thought that they were confused as to, you know... He had no genitalia, yeah. Apparently it was, oh no, because bears don't have them open, so that's obvious. It's the fact that we're not sure whether he's straight or gay. <laughs> oh, I don't think Winnie the Pooh isn't straight or gay. No, Who does he not, fancy? He's not a piglet. He doesn't he fancy fan- anyone, he's he a child. He's piglet. He's, he's a toy. He does. <laughs> so much it's an animated character designed for children. He doesn't have a sexuality. He wants that's to eat piglet because honey is good on pork, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like. You eat well, little piglet. Do you eat well? (laughs) (laughs) Why did the bounty offered for dead rats not solve the vermin problem in Hanoi? Romanian time. Because not everyone likes coconut, and you know it's just—it's if you kill a rat and you get a bounty, you can just get them. Because not everybody liked a bounty. Some people would have preferred a Mars bar. Uh, Hong Kong citizen, why did the bounty for rats not... So, sorry, the idea is that people should find dead rats, hand them in, and get money back. I'm assuming you had to kill the rat. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the point, is that if everyone's on top of the vermin problem... Were people, uh, once they learn about this, they sort of turned it into businesses whereby they didn't go hunting for rats, they collected rats, waited for them to breed, and started a whole cycle. Okay, so we've got breeding rats, we've got prefer a Mars bar. (laughs) Is that your final answer, Romanian time? Yeah, breeding rats, that's not believable. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hive mind. Hive mind. Why was the bounty not solving the vermin problem? Was it a problem with mice, not rats? Ah, a problem with mice, not rats. Okay. Did they just have to hand in the tails so they'd breed the rats, but then they'd let the rats go without the tails? Have to hand in the tails. King Rat had an opposing Snickers reward system. Uh, yes? So much money on the reward, they didn't have enough money to clean the streets. Okay. All right, so, audience, if you think the real problem was with mice, not rats, buzz now. If you think people were just handing in the tails, buzz now. If you think the king rat has an opposing Snickers loyalty card, buzz now. And if you think... Oh, you've, back, you've backed that one because you've enjoyed it so much. Uh, and if you think it's, they spent so much money on the rewards, they didn't have money to clean the streets, buzz now. In fact... Hong Kong citizen had it again. People started breeding rats to collect the bounty. No way! Yeah. Well oh. No, actually, they would have also got ten points if they'd buzzed for the tail. Because yes. that was also true. 
they just had hand in a tail. So they would find a rat, cut off a tail, let it go, and they would also breed them. But they passed on the wrong one, so there's no points there. They, no, they knew they were doing it though. They they buzzed for the clever that's, comedy that's, answer. That's not a good excuse. No, if no, anything, but they didn't I didn't know they were doing it. If they were all really drunk, then I'd be like, fair <laughs> enough, like having a good time. Oh, I just admire them getting behind the comedy I, answer. I admire, you know, glorious failure as well. But in, no. in this case, you need and, points. Wow. And it's the end of the round. What's the scores, please, Ned? Romanian time, hive mind, tied on an improvable upon zero. <laughs> it's because um, I'm on both teams. <laughs> <laughs> and the Hong Kong citizens flying away with 20 points. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Idioms! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Portugal, they say you are feeding the donkey sponge cake. <laughs> feeding the donkey sponge cake, what do they mean? Romanian time. It means your mum can't bake. <laughs> <laughs> it means your mum can't bake. Hong Kong citizen. It means you're stroking someone on the chin because like it's fine but there's no point in it 
why are you doing that? You're stroking someone on the chin because yeah. it's fine, but there's so, no oh, point Oh, what are you doing at the moment? Oh, I'm just feeding the donkey sponge cake. <laughs> Is it having to put your hand somewhere that you don't want it to be? So say like you've dropped your phone in the toilet and a poo is there and you go in <laughs> and it's not actually going for you, but it feels like it because you just don't want it to touch it. And when you give a donkey sponge cake, it obviously will slobber all over your hands. So is it doing any act whereby the act of doing it feels as if the thing is groping for you? Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, hive mind, hive mind. In Portugal, they say feeding the donkey sponge cake. What do they mean? Pearls before swine. Pearls before swine. Okay. Is that, so what's that mean? <laughs> I don't know what that, means. that was like a, a round of this game on a round of this yeah, game. Yeah. <laughs> it's a well-known English idiom, but you're okay. Chinese, so you wouldn't know it. Um, <laughs> it's, it means when you're putting something wonderful in front of someone who's not going to appreciate it. Oh, okay. Did you not know pearls before swine, really? No, I've never heard Seriously. that. Seriously? Yeah. It's from the Bible. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Your Jehovah's Witnessing is coming back in now. <laughs> you must know this. Well, maybe you should read this book and you will know. <laughs> Bring out the card. <laughs> um, anything else, Hive Mind? Watch out, they've got flatulence. <laughs> Watch out, they've got flatulence. Okay. <laughs> oh, sponge cake like a sanitary towel. <laughs> okay. And then what, okay. Does, what does a donkey Hive do? Mind. Hang on, hang on. Hive mind. If you think it's watch out, they've got flatulence, buzz now. If you think it's they're on their period, buzz now. If you think, well, that's how I'll be using it from now on. Um, if you think it's pearls before swine, buzz now. That is the closest. It's giving good treatment to someone who doesn't need it. Is that pearls before swine, Ned? Yeah, that's, that's basically the same thing. In yeah. my mind, they sound exactly the same. Well, well pearls before swine is, is someone who doesn't deserve it rather than someone who doesn't need it. But it's similar enough, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Swine and the hive mind pearls. have scored! Um, in Finland, they say you have rye in your wrists. What do they mean? You, you have, have what, rye, R-Y-E, in right. your wrists. Oh, uh, Hong Kong citizen. Am I allowed to sort of swear? It's the internet. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen? Yeah. Have you seen the internet? Yeah. There's all sorts on there. You can actually see a donkey eating a sponge cake. God, <laughs> bloody hell. Yeah. Um, okay, Ryan, I think it's uh, you're a gluten-free wanker. <laughs> you have Ryan. Your wrists, you are a gluten-free wanker. But I love that you think wanker was swearing. You could say, oh, it's very bad. You could word. say that on the BBC at eight o'clock. Can you? Oh yeah. Oh, get well. me on that show. <laughs> uh, it's called the Gluten-Free Wanker. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's the new show that's coming out after they lost Bake Off. <laughs> um, <laughs> Romanian time. Basically, what it means, and this is a fact. You don't need to check it or look around. <laughs> it means. You don't have uh, any money for meat. It means you're really, really poor. Is that, is that, you have is that actually bringing your... you back a memory? You look like that's actually bringing you back a memory. <laughs> he's, no. he's going for points. I can see yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> sympathy points. Me, so. Sympathy points. Someone okay, has to do this thing. mind. What does it mean to say you have rye on your wrists? You have a weak handshake. Weak handshake. Ah. Ah. Uh, because you're poor. <laughs> A weak handshake, Radwizak insists that handshake is because you're poor. Sorry? A yokel. A yokel? You're a drunkard, as in rye whiskey. 
Drunkard, mm. rye whiskey. Is it someone who maybe just carries extra food all the time? So it's like, oh, we've got nothing to eat tonight. Oh, don't worry, Mike's coming over. He's got rye in his wrists, and you can just <laughs> indulge. Always carrying food. Okay, hive mind. Are you going to buzz for weak handshake? If you think it's you're a yokel, buzz now. Drunkard, buzz now. I think they went for weak handshake. Is that right? Or yokel? It doesn't matter, because you all got it wrong. It was physically strong. You were physically strong. Mm. You have rye on your wrist. Now, do you know why rye on your wrist means you're physically strong? Because it means you've been kneading. You just need oh! The so I you've been using a rolling pin. I just make that up. That's, that is for sure. That is true. <laughs> In France, they say, jumping from the cock to the donkey. <laughs> What do they mean? <laughs> jumping from the cock to the donkey. That's such a thing a Frenchman would say. Mm. He's jumping from the cock to the donkey. <laughs> what does that mean? Romania time. Um, so I recently dumped someone. Um, <laughs> Will they be listening to this but, podcast? Oh, um, you, you can edit that out. Um, <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that whenever you do something like that, you want to get an upgrade. Like Angelina Jolie has always gone from the next one to the next one to the next one. Good for you, Angelina. But if you go to a donkey, that's a downgrade. So it's like if she leaves Brad Pitt and goes for Matthew Perry. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is a prime example. Oh, <laughs> cock to the donkey. Going cock to the donkey, yeah. That's how sick a... of the cock you were. That you're, you're willing to go to something bad worse because you're just sick of that. Uh, that is the... it, it's something to make the cock hurt even more. That is literally the opposite of what your teammate just said. <laughs> she said it's an upgrade, and you're saying it's a downgrade. No, 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 it's a downgrade. downgrade. Oh, it's a downgrade. It's a downgrade. Okay, so a Hong Kong citizen, what do you think? I'm struggling. Yeah, I would say it's an upgrade purely because what we know about the donkey gets sponge cake. I feel like this is going to be... Also, you know what, I agree with you, because riding a donkey gets you places. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You haven't been in show business very long, have you, Athena? That's <laughs> how it works, baby. That's how it works. You really, when you left your religion, you really left your religion, didn't you? <laughs> you were right behind. Considering two minutes ago we were worried about saying wanker. Like yeah. <laughs> well, if, if, if riding the donkey gets you places, riding the cop gets you pregnant. <laughs> I'm learning so much. <laughs> okay, hive mind. Hive mind, is that your first answer? Jumping from the cock to the donkey, what does it mean? Out of the frying pan into the fire. Out from the frying pan into the fire? But you get up and go in the morning, so the cock crows and you get on your donkey. Ooh. Oh, you get up and go in the morning, the cock crows, and you jump on your donkey. <laughs> as the French are always doing. <laughs> That was a clever answer, though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. Did you come here thinking it was only connect? <laughs> Hive mind. If you think it's out of the frying pan into the fire, buzz now. If you think it's get up and go, you cock crows and you jump on your donkey, buzz now. In fact, it is randomly changing tack. Is that close enough to Brad Pitt to Matthew Perry? Does that mean Romanian time get yes. half a point? Or, yes. Or no? What do you think, Ned? Well, no, it's nothing like. <laughs> Completely, completely different thing. And it's the end of the round. please, <laughs> Ned? In third place, still with no points, it's Romanian time. Oh. I'm starting to sound offensive. <laughs> In second place, with an improved ten points, it's a hive mind. 
and still with 20 points in top, it's a Hong Kong Citizens. The next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared with a question based on their cultural family background. Audience, if one of you had a question for one of the teams, that would be great. Hong Kong Citizen, do you have a question for Romanian time? Yes. What are Spain offering to anyone of Sephardi Jewish ancestry, so that includes myself, to say sorry for the expulsion of the Jews in 1492? Are they offering, like, land in South America? (laughs) (laughs) Good guess. Really good. I don't know, like, Free Sky? I I don't know. (laughs) What? What, Free Sky television? Yeah, to watch Real Madrid and Barcelona (laughs) and all these things that people like and bring us all together. I don't know. Um, What would you... I mean, what, what can possibly make up for that? Other, it was a bad year, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, sh- and you probably have to prove some kind of lineage to those specific individuals. So if you yeah. could prove that, maybe like you get the family tree in like a frame. Weirdly, you just need a rabbi to sort of give a tick on your surname. You just need a rabbi to kind of go, yeah, Sidi, that sounds good. Um, I don't know, passport. That seems like the most sensible thing. Because, you know, everyone needs your EU passport now. So if you turned it down, we consider that. Is it a passport? It's a passport. Wow! Yeah, it's amazing. There are two other things. You need to have a special link to Spain and you need to be able to speak Spanish. But um, I did a degree in Spanish, totally coincidentally. Yeah, so, I saw you baby, it. I'm in. Gracias. Uh, you see? Uh, so they were correct. Uh, you get a passport. Well done. Romanian time has scored! <laughs> time do you have a question for the hive mind yes so basically there's a saying in romania the wolf changes its fur but uh, never its behavior what does that mean hive mind you can't answer this (laughs) people never really change change. uh i I can take some more answers (laughs) (laughs) any other answers hive mind can't teach an old dog new tricks it's basically people never, uh, it's not people never really change, it's don't trust that people can change. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. So yeah. it's, not, it's saying that, okay, so you have changed, I've decided you will never change. Despite my obvious fucking change. <laughs> yeah, you really keep up. bringing up Jehovah's Witness all, all afternoon. Hive mind, do you have a question for Hong Kong cities in? So we have our couple in the front row who are from Trinidad and Holland. What punishment do parents threaten their children with um, for though they behave well in the run-up to Christmas? What punishment do children get threatened with in the Netherlands at the run-up to Christmas? Is this a Schwarze Piet thing, or is he not allowed anymore? Very close, yeah. Okay. Because he is a dodgy figure, isn't he? Who's that? Who's that? Well, it's a sort of kind of like a uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe we should. Uh, uh, sounds really yeah. racist from where it's, I'm sitting. It's yeah. very racist, I think. Well, he's, I think called, he's called Black Pete. So. He's called Black <laughs> Pete, and he's he's a bad guy. <laughs> I didn't translate that in my head. Okay, yeah. yeah. Apologize for asking that. It's not actually the punishment, though. That okay. What's yeah, the punishment? The reward. You have to poo in the street. <laughs> you are obsessed with defecating. All no, because I was thinking. No, because I'm thinking that there's a very famous tradition that you would think it would be for bad children, which at Christmas, um, it's a nativity scene, and they put in a pooing man in the corner, and it's a good thing. Does anyone know what I'm talking about? Yeah, does anyone remember where that's Northern, from? Is it Northern Spanish, I think. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And he's this very popular character, so you've got like the whole... Like Mr. Of... Hanky of South Park. Exactly. Yeah. 
nativity scene, and there he is, just hanging a shit in the back. <laughs> yeah, but it's what it is. So is that, I don't know. I was. Is I was, it correct? Is it something to do with that? No, no, it's not. What is that? What's the answer? Um, you get put in a bag and take it to Spain. What? Put in a bag and take it to Spain. Jewish, you're desperate for a passport. Ironically, that's the reward for good Jewish children. They don't have Christmas. Yeah. So, oh my God. And it's the end of the round. Romanian time, have some points with 10. And the Hong Kong citizens and the hive mind are tied with 20 points apiece. The next round is our World War II sexting round. (laughs) During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters were being censored. For example, Norwich stood for Knickers off, ready, when I come home. (laughs) This is the round in which we realise our grandparents were keeping calm and carrying on. work out what this abbreviation stands for. You have 30 seconds while Mark Hodge plays a World War II tune. And today's word is Boltop. B-O-L-T-O-P. Boltop. your grandfather sending your grandmother (laughs) and time is up Uh, Hong Kong citizen so mine is um, bollocks on lino tits (laughs) over pricks (laughs) (laughs) woohoo it's going to be a big night that's that's some filthy World War 2 sexting Uh, Dan Schreiber bring ovaries Let's treat old penis. <laughs> <laughs> Romanian time, do you have an answer? We have two and they're both right. <laughs> 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 um, so the first correct answer is um, bring oil, lube, ties, or just passion. Aww. You've added in a J there, but I like it. Uh, and the second correct answer. Uh, <laughs> behind our love, tons of plowing. <laughs> behind our love, tons of plowing. That's certainly how I will be using it. Uh, hive mind, ball top. Yes. Be on landing trousers on, please. Oh, oh. be on landing trousers on, please. I bet that's close. In fact, it's better on lips than on paper. Uh, But Ned Sedgwick, you are going to give points for creativity. I am. um, Um, And we will let you come up with those points while we do the final round. The final round is the Smash the Patriarchy round. For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of oppression, also known as the Stick It to the Man round. This round may only contain one question, but it is worth double points. So if you're the losing team, this may be your opportunity to stick it to the man. But if you are in the lead, please understand you are now the man. (laughs) 
How did 19-year-old Jennifer Thornburg protest against animal dissections at her old high school? Romanian time. Oh my, I really want to give the right answer, but I don't know it. So, um, <laughs> she tried to prove that if you dissect an animal, you can do it whilst keeping the animal alive. You know, because it's so, she got all these machines, like, you know, you get those heart transplant machines and liver machines, she hooked one up to a little mouse, and she said, look what I'm doing to a mouse, I'm learning, and you're living. <laughs> okay, okay. Thank so you. she dissected a live animal. Just to prove it could be done, so sure. Uh, Hong Kong City Zen. I'm going to say that she was part of a class that was about to do the dissection, and she got inspired and actually released all of the animals and all of the kids got excited and they went to the window and a kid fell over and then she stood on another boy and then a boy kissed her and it was a very... Is this a 1980s movie you saw? That's how you met your wife. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure that is the scene in E.T. when they're doing the frog dissection. Oh, it's an E.T. It was a 1980s movie. Yeah, but I feel that's based on a true story so I'm plumping that it might be that. Okay, all right. Hive mind. Just, 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 oh, that would be a great movie, Teacher's Pet. Do you actually mean a cat belonging to a teacher? Or do you mean actually the kid in the class who always signs up for the teacher? Because, because, I mean, I was... She dissected the teacher's pet and... She made a scarf or a shawl out of the, the, the dead animals, the Chicago style. Okay, she made a scarf out of the dead animals? She invented a computer program to simulate the dissection without killing animals. Oh, uh, yeah. A computer program, Ooh. okay. So, a teacher's pet, Buzz now. Scarf buzz now. Computer program buzz now. Bzzz. You are, in fact, all incorrect. She legally changed her name to cutoutdissection.com. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the end of the show. What's the scores, please, Ned? Oh, that was good. It's very <laughs> exciting as well. Remaining time in third place with 15 points. <laughs> Can we just have a little cheer for them? With Romanian, it's a dirty patronise us. Thank you. We worked hard for every one of those points. Yeah, because you reacted like we kill the losers. We don't. Oh, this is bad news. No, they just came third. They got bronze medal in the Olympics. They'd be celebrating. Ned, sorry, continue with the scores. Tied in first place. It's the hive mind of the Hong Kong citizens. to the winners who successfully pillaged the globe like cultural vikings and kudos to the losers who refrained from any kind of cultural appropriation even when it comes to facts <laughs> please give it up for Emma City Dan Schreiber Athena Cabrano Rado Isaac Ned Sedgwick in Penance Corner Mark Hodge on keyboard you the hive mind I've been Deborah Francis White Good night. you have been listening to Global the questions were set by Ned Sedgwick. Music by Mark Hodge. The recording engineer was from Sharp. Producer for the Spotlight Shop was Tom Selinski. Thanks to Zoe Metasali and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, go to globalvillage.net. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.